Welcome to me again, week eight, the Slytherin way, a week where I learn to embrace my dark side, whether that means opening my kid's birthday present before he gets to play with it, or having a nice glass of whiskey, or even saving the life of a security guard in an AEW show. It was a really interesting week, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it on this week's episode of Me Again, the self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it's, it's another week, it's a brand new day, it's our eighth episode, it's amazing, and yeah, I actually had a fairly decent day, the Sunday depression still... It still got to me, because it just always is. That's just what Sunday is at this point, is now my sad day. Um, But yeah, I did what I could to fight it, but yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with Emily, because I was off work today, and uh, I got to spend time with Ripley, and that girl is going to be a daredevil when she grows up, because she's now five months old, and her favorite thing in the world is wrestling. Like, she likes... uh, She, she likes getting tossed off my shoulders. I'll do, like, high-angle power bombs, And this small baby will take it like a champ and giggle afterwards. I'm like, okay, girl, you, you're going to have you a bright future. And then I came home, did some work, and now I'm here with you guys. So that's the day. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. So, first thing, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for H2O, and I am not referring to water, although water is important. Please hydrate everybody out there. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a punk band. I think they were formed in the 90s. Their lead singer is Toby Morse, who, when I was straight edge, Toby Morse was like my end-all be-all. He was, he's an amazing guy. He goes from schools to schools. Uh, he has a program called the One Life, One Chance program. It's named after an H2O song. And, yeah, he's just a really awesome dude. And today, I was sitting in my car, and I just said... And actually, what happened was, every once in a while, my Apple Music will take over from Spotify or whatever I'm actually listening to. And it used to literally play exclusively Bangarang, so I'm happy that my phone's actually playing normal music now. But uh, an H2O song came on, and at first I was like, Oh, no, I need to go back to my Spotify and listen to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire for the fifth time in a row. But instead, I said, you know what, let's jam to some H2O. So I went on Spotify, found a bunch of H2O music, and I forgot how increasingly positive and happy they are. I mean, my tattoo on my arm was inspired by them and PMA, which I know PMA is like a big saying in the punk scene in general. It's positive mental attitude, but I learned about it through H2O. And I don't know, I guess it's because when I was a hardcore kid, which, God... Imagine me as a hardcore kid. Uh, I don't know. I associate that with like a dark time in my life and like a lot of their music is not positive for the most part in the hardcore scene. It's a whole lot of anger. But H2O is just this awesome posy band. And on the way home, I was reminded of that with songs like Bootstraps. It's all about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And then One Life, One Chance, where the chorus is like, no one said that this was going to be easy, but I'm not afraid to try. With my, with the odds stacked up against me, I will begin to fight. One Life, One Chance, got to do it right. And I'm like, oh, Toby, you're speaking to my soul. And it gave me this awesome, positive shot in the arm before I kept going today. So, yeah, props to H2O. They're super amazing. Even if you don't think you would like hardcore punk, check out H2O because they're more... I don't want to say they're more pop punk because they're not. 
But they definitely, I think a lot of pop punk bands would say their stuff was inspired by H2O. Because it's a little bit more light, it's a little bit more positive, it's not that deep, growly, angry stuff that I and probably most of you think of when you think of hardcore. So yeah, give H2O a shot today. And now what did I do today that's awesome? And like I said, I got to play with Ripley, I spent a lot of time with my wife, I had great family time. But forget all of that, what I did that was awesome was I got to play with a Nintendo Switch. Because for his birthday, we got CJ a Nintendo Switch. Because literally every other house that he goes to, from whether that be his grandmother or his actual dad's house, he has a Nintendo Switch. Then he comes home to us where he has an N64. And that feels like a bit of a downgrade. So we finally bought him a Nintendo Switch. And yeah, guys, the Switch is amazing. Like, uh... (laughs) In my mind, I remember being a kid and always being irked when my dad would play with one of my presents before I got to it. But now I get it, because I know once I give it to him, I'm not getting it back. So I'm going to take these next two weeks and enjoy as much of the Switch time as I can, because that thing is amazing. Like I, I sat there and played one-player Mario Party. I did not even invite my wife. I was like, no, you don't understand. Mario Party is my life, and I we may get divorced over a Mario Party game. That's how intense I am with it. And, guys, <laughs> that game was full. My last three rounds, I kept losing coins. People were stealing stars. It was vicious. It was horrifying. And then I won both of the bonus stars, and it helped me win. And it was the greatest moment in my entire life. And yes, I know, I got married and had a kid this year. The greatest moment of my life was winning that game. So yeah, playing the Nintendo Switch was probably what's awesome. Now, what did I do today that's not awesome? And I don't know... It was hard to figure out something I did that wasn't awesome that I haven't already talked about ad nauseum. Like, I did eat pizza again, so there was that. I did get some instant karma because I found a drink I made last night, so I found a doctor. And by drink that I made, I mean I took three sips out of a Dr. Pepper can and then filled it back up with whiskey. That's what I mean by I made a drink. So I found that, and I said, oh, there's still some stuff in it. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to waste whiskey. This took a month of my life to make. I'm not going to waste it. So I drank it. And after all last week of me talking about I shouldn't be drinking, I shouldn't be drinking, I started to drink this Dr. Pepper with whiskey. And instant karma hit because while I was gone, a bug climbed into the can and I almost drank it. So that was just, that was the spirits convening to let me know. Hey, homeboy, you should not be drinking. (laughs) So, very thankful to whatever deity helped make that happen, for God to come down and say, no, 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 you know you're not supposed to be doing this. But yeah, I realized the main thing I did that wasn't awesome was I didn't prep. And to explain that is, we know what Sunday does. We've talked about it for the last, like, three episodes. On a Sunday, I'm probably going to be depressed... And I'm probably going to feel down. Which means that Sunday I need to be more on my guard. I need to be eating healthier. I need to be meditating. I need to be doing all of my stuff that I know will lead to me having a good day. And yes, it lucked out that I had a good day. But it was not by design. It was not a cleverly done good day. It was an accidental good day. 
And I'm fine with that. I like having good days. But I want my good days in the future to be like, I made this happen. Not, I lucked into a good day. So yeah, that's what I did that wasn't awesome was I just woke up and went straight into my life. I didn't prep for anything. I didn't prepare for a bad day. And for that, if the bad day had come, it would have bit me in the butt. I wouldn't have had my shields up ready to defend against it. So I don't know. Maybe it wasn't something I didn't do that was awesome. Maybe I did everything right. Maybe it all worked out uh, the way it was supposed to. So who knows? But for now, what did I do today to help myself? And this was another one, like in addition to not being able to think of something that I did that wasn't awesome, I also could not think of something that I did to help myself. And then I realized that's because all of my free time, I was forcing myself to work which was a way that I was helping myself because I basically, I got home early. Me and Blake were supposed to record at eight. I got home at five. And instead of wasting that time laying around or watching YouTube, I just said, all right, I got five hours. Let's do this graphic design gig. Let's edit this episode of WWE 2K20. Let's get this all done. And like, even by the time that I had to record with, and I timed it perfectly. Because, A, yes, I took breaks because I'm not dumb. I wasn't about to go super, super hard and then immediately go into a recording session. So I took breaks, but, like, I timed it perfectly because by the time Blake was ready to record, I was just then getting done with something. So it all timed out perfectly. I took advantage of my free time instead of squandering it. And that is a way I helped myself today was, I don't know, free time has always kind of felt like... It felt like something hanging around my neck, like, oh no, I've got free time. Oh man, I'm going to waste it. I'm going to waste it. And today I just said, you don't have to waste it. Just do some of the things. Just do the things that you need to do. And it's going to help me because that means I don't have to do it later in the week. I got it done today. So that's how I'll help myself. But for today, I'm now home. It's one in the morning. It's 1.07 and my mind is still messed up because I'm like, so early to be going to bed but that's exactly what i'm gonna do and i will see you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and i actually had a pretty great day there was a whole lot of nintendo switch playing and i finally hooked it up to the tv so i got to play it on the big screen which was amazing uh ripley was rough again which I just, I think I need to expect that every single Monday. She's missing her mama, so she's going to be a little bit upset. So I guess that's just something I need to expect. Also, it's raining, so if I sound sleepy, that's why. Rain just makes me, Emily, Emily has made a grave error in the fact that she goes to sleep listening to like a white noise rain machine, and then when I wake up in the morning, all I hear is rain, and it just makes me want to pass back out. So, yeah. I'm good and sleepy, which I'm excited for, because usually when I get home about this time, it's about 2 in the morning, usually when I get home about this time, I'm just like, I can keep going for an hour or so on my phone, but now I'm just, I am ready to pass out and be gone to the world for 8 hours. And then work was almost impressively dead. I don't think I saw a single customer all day. It was phenomenal. It was very, (laughs) it was very good. Um, and then I got home and ended up doing a lot of work on the, uh, audio drama. So I actually edited part of the first episode. I recorded it a few days ago and it's turning out really well. It's, 
it's shocking how quickly I'm able to actually turn around making this audio drama, but it's gonna, I, I hope you guys like it, because so far, what I have right now is turning out really, really well, and I hope you guys like it. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for? I'm just grateful for Mario Party. Guys, Mario Party is an amazing game because it's always exciting. I was afraid when I first got the Switch that, like, I'm probably only going to play it alone. And I'm like, oh, Mario Party's not going to be fun if it's just a me. No, it is. Mario Party's great no matter how many people you have because it's always going to be exciting. In those last three rounds, anything can happen. And then the bonus stars can just change a game around for you. And I got hit with it in the opposite way. Like yesterday, I got bonus stars, and it helped me go from literally fourth place to winning. And today, I was, I, like those last three rounds, I was a man on a mission. I got every single star that I could. I was leading the pack, and then all of the bonus stars screwed me in the end. So, yeah, it's, it's an amazing game because it's just so much can happen at once and all of the mini games are super fun so that's what i'm grateful for today is mario party now what did i do today that's awesome today and today we had kind of like this voice call meeting thing for the podcast movement 28 day uh, challenge that i'm doing right now for deviant and it was amazing. Like, he brought me on and literally just put over all of my stuff to everybody in the chat and everybody who's on the Facebook group, just being like, Scotty does an amazingly large amount of stuff. I don't know how he does it. Like, when he found out I was doing another show, because at first he was like, Yeah, you're just like, you're not, you're just refining what you have, right? You're not doing another one. And I'm like, No, 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 I am. I'm, I'm bringing another one to the table. And he was like, What's wrong with you? And it was really great. And he even, like, set me aside and was like, what advice do you have for everybody? Because you have so much experience and you've done this so many times. Give me the advice that you think these people need to hear. And I'm like, whoa, wait. And this is what I did today that wasn't awesome is I let my imposter syndrome take over because... Yes, I did tell them a lot of great stuff that I know about podcasting. A lot of it I might have plagiarized from Travis McElroy. But still, I, I gave out a lot of great advice and stuff that I'd learned through podcasting. But at the same time, I, I still had that imposter syndrome eating away at me like, you're not a real professional. You might be doing this, but, but it's, it's you're doing it. It's DIY, which means it's not valid. And DIY stuff is like 10 times more valid, in my opinion, but... When it's my DIY stuff, I just can't trust it for some reason because I, I don't know. It's a weird mental tick I have. And so as he was trying to get me to give all this advice, I gave it freely. But afterwards, I was like, they don't they're not going to listen to you. you. You're not you're not a three year veteran of the podcasting business. You've not been doing this for an insanely large amount of time. You don't have five, six shows under your belt. You don't deserve this. And it sucked like. It was hitting me so hard that afterwards I had to go back and listen to the recording of the call just to be like, did I make a fool of myself? Did I say anything that might have actually been worthwhile or did I just ramble? And I feel like that's the same thing I get guilty of on this show as well is if I talk too long about a specific subject, I, I automatically assume oh, I'm rambling, this isn't interesting, no one's going to want to hear this. And then when I listen back to it later... I'm just like, oh, no, that was actually really good what I was talking about. I shouldn't have stopped. 
And that's how I felt tonight. Like, as I was listening back, I went, oh, wait, I do sound like a professional. I do sound like I know what I'm doing. And at the end of the day, if it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. And I need to convince myself of that. I need to convince myself that I belong where I am right now. But I don't know. That's still something I need to work on. Now, finally, what did I do to help myself? And today, I finally worked out again. And, oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the quads. I'm feeling the muscles. And I actually, I updated my uh, workout routine because last night as I was trying to get to sleep, I found a video of Sterling, Sterling K. Brown talking about his workout routine. And it's something that you can literally do anywhere. It's easily modifiable for people like me who can't do reps like Sterling K. Brown can. And so, yeah, it's uh, all it is is his version of it. And he does it three times in a row because he's a madman. But it's 50 squats, 40, uh, no, 50 jumping jacks, 40 squats, 30 butt-ups, which I had never heard of before. But essentially it's a reverse crunch where you lift your butt off the ground at the end to get extra, like, core core activation, and oh my god, they feel amazing, I did them today, um, 20 push-ups, 10 burpees, and basically I divided all of that in half, so it was 25 jumping jacks, 20 squats, you understand, and it was so much easier for me, I don't know if it's because it was only five things as opposed to the last workout I had that I think was eight separate items, and one of them was lunges after I'd done squats, which for me, I'm like... Look, you've already got my quads burning. Don't make me do more quad work. And this one kind of isolated each body part individually and said, that's all you need to do. That's fine. And yeah, it made me feel really good. It made me feel really energized. And it tired me out. Like the last workout I felt later, like I felt the next day when I couldn't walk. But it wasn't afterwards. I didn't feel like jacked or anything but oh I was feeling it after this I was excited I was pumped up ready to take on the world and right now I'm ready to take on a bed (laughs) sorry sorry that this episode went super short but it was it was another quick day but a lot of really great stuff got done and a lot of really great lessons were taught to young up-and-coming podcasters so I will see you guys tomorrow Hey everybody, it's me again, and today, um, today's gonna be a weird one because I'm gonna have to play with the typical format of the show. Uh, things were normal, woke up super late, then went and worked, and went to work and worked and worked and worked, because that's all I do. But, uh, for now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. I, <laughs> I know, I'm really jumping into it today, because... Man, it was a struggle to start recording this because I just do not want to talk about certain things. But before I have to, let's talk about what I'm grateful for. And today I am grateful because one of my favorite pro wrestlers came back. And he's not back as like a wrestler, he's more back as an analyst. But tonight on WWE Backstage, CM Punk, who I've talked about on the show, one of my my favorite wrestling personality, probably one of my biggest influences when it comes to creativity and how I make things and kind of how I approach life, he returned. And it was an amazing moment. It had been rumored for a very long time whether or not he was going to like go to AEW or whether he was going to come back wrestling or what. But he's come back as like a backstage analyst for Fox for WWE Backstage, and I'm super excited. He seems like he's not missed a step as soon as far as it comes to like his ambiance and how he carries himself. 
and the fact that when he talks, you listen. And he came back and literally just said, "When I just when they think they know the answers, I change the culture. See you next week." And that's all he said. And it was enough for me to watch that same clip over and over again ad nauseum after we got done recording Fight Boys. But now let's get into what I did today that wasn't awesome, and that is. I woke up, I, I did a bad, here's my theory, and a lot of people refute this, and they say, is refute mean they don't agree or do agree? A lot of people agree with this, and it's the fact that the way you wake up will influence the rest of your day. So if you wake up and work out and do, uh, and do meditation and do all that, that'll carry with you throughout the day. And it's another reason why you shouldn't pick up your phone first thing in the morning because it's essentially like picking up a slot machine where you might get something good, you might get something bad, and essentially you're letting random chance dictate how your day is going to go. And today, essentially, I wrote, rolled a critical failure because I woke up to a slew of messages from Emily essentially sending me texts from her mom that were not dissing me but basically judging me because last night I got home and Ripley was wet and I assume it was because of sweat because Emily keeps the bedroom hot every once in a while Ripley will get underneath one of the covers and she will get sweaty and because you know it's a hot room And so that's what I thought was going on. So I moved her and Emily and that was it. So I was like, okay, it's fine. And then I fell asleep and then I woke up and her mom was there and she was like, okay, I can take the baby. And then they left. And then I went back to sleep and then I woke up to nothing but texts from my mom saying, or from Emily's mom saying like, you know, she was wet all the way and her diaper was full and I can't believe. And then after that, and she was like, and not to mention all the times that she cried after you left. And I'm like, she cried twice and I did the normal thing which is she wanted to be back asleep so I put a pacifier in her mouth and rocked her back to sleep but Emily was like you should have changed her you should have done this and that's how I woke up I woke up and it wasn't being attacked it was saying something I did wrong but it felt like an attack because I just woke up and I was exhausted and that is the energy that I carried throughout the rest of the day was this feeling of almost being on the offense. Uh, The fight or flight was activated, and I chose fight. And it sucked, because now for the rest of the day, my heart rate's been elevated. I've felt like crap all day. I've gone through these weird periods of either being extremely angry or extremely wanting to cry. And I don't like that, because essentially, I feel like it was also handled wrong. But also, that's that's neither here nor there. I cannot control how Emily sends these messages to me. I can only choose how I respond to them. And I responded in a very, very negative way. And, yeah, I don't know. And also, Emily's going through her own thing right now where she's having to take Zyrtec because her allergies are acting up. But Zyrtec is interfering with her anxiety medication that is just rendering her very, very numb. And this is something that happens to her a lot, is if her anxiety gets super high, it's almost like if you've ever seen Rango, the Johnny Depp lizard movie, uh, the main female lead in the movie, every time she goes through like these big spouts of anxiety, she freezes up. And that's what happens to Ang- em- Emily. She gets very anxious, and then you can tell that it's just she's just dead. Like, that's, that's how she sounds. And so after I was clearly upset, And saying all of this stuff at her, she just responded like, yeah, okay. And I went like, 
what? And she went, okay. And it wasn't because she wasn't sympathizing or anything. It was just because that's how it was making her feel. But in that moment, it hurt. Like, it hurt a lot. And, yeah, man, it was a really terrible opening to the day. Like, in my opinion, I feel like if Emily had an... Firstly, if her mom had an issue, her mom should have said it to me. That's my thing. But also, I can't control how her mom acts. I can't control if she has a very passive-aggressive way of approaching things. That's how she deals with stuff, and that's how she chooses to live her life. That's fine. But I need to learn how to deal with that. And I am not at that point in my life yet. And also, then, I feel like if Emily wanted to say something, she sort of said it herself, not brought her mom into it, and basically told me, like, Hey, mom's talking behind your back about you, and basically, in my opinion, saying that I'm a bad parent. And I'm like... I'm not, though. I'm like, like, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's being her dad. And it really was bad. It sucked a lot. But now, what did I do today that's awesome? And that is, I left all that at the door. For the first part of the day, it was nigh impossible. There were moments while I was at work doing my good, good retail job where people would ask me normal retail questions, and I would just get furious But then when I got home and I went to record, I left all of that at the door and it went away and we had a great session of Fight Boys. I will say that is the one thing I'm good at is if I know I'm about to perform, if I know I'm about to be put on the spot and people are going to be watching, then I I am perfect. I can leave all of that at the door. I can leave all my anxieties behind me. It's really hard for that stuff to affect me. So that's what I did today that was awesome is the fact... That despite all of this vicious depression and anxiety and anger eating away at me, and the fact that, yes, I'll say it, I messed up, but also I woke up to the news that I messed up, which essentially gave me a massive anxiety attack for the entire day, which was not a great feeling. But despite all that, I left it at the door, and we managed to record an amazing episode of Fight Boys. So I need to get better at that, because, like... During the opening of the day, it was still eating at me. And that was when I was editing and doing graphic design work for people. And even then, it was still messing with me and getting me worse and getting me worse and getting me worse. And so I need to get to a point where I can leave it at the door no matter what. Like, leave it at the door when I go into my retail job. Leave it at the door when I go to work at home. But it's just so hard, y'all, because I work so much that I'm like, I gotta have some time to process this, and luckily, I do have time to process that, and that's with you guys. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And it is in, almost this entire day was defined by this one moment, and that sucks, because I wish this day was a bunch of different moments, but essentially, today was something bad happened, I freaked about it, (laughs) freaked out about it all day, and then I recorded Fight Boys. But I will say the one thing I did to do to, to help myself in the middle of that is I practiced a lot of concentrated breathing. I did a lot of good breathing exercises just to try to maintain. So I would essentially just focus on my inhale and exhale for about 10 counts. And that helped a little bit in the moment. And also, this is one of those things that we've talked about before of just like if someone's men- if if helping someone else's mental health is going to ruin your mental health it's not your job anymore you need to take care of yourself first i had to do that today because um me and emily we never really came to a resolution uh we did later but uh, like during the actual argument happening we didn't come to a resolution and at some point i just looked at myself and i said something that i didn't want to have to say but i said I can't keep talking to her. 
and because I knew it was going to get worse because I could feel anger brewing. I, I could feel myself getting into this state of like, it's only going to get worse if you keep talking. So I stopped talking to Emily. I just straight up, I dropped it. She tried to contact me, but in those moments I was like, yeah, I know you want me to talk, but you don't. You don't want to see what happens. So I dropped it long enough for me to calm down and then come back to her and explain like, Yes, I was upset. Yes, I was upset with you. Yes, I was upset with your mom. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that I don't love you anymore. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong with our relationship. There was something that made me very, very angry. And I'm sorry I had that reaction to it. But in that moment, I had just woken up. And I basically explained what had happened. I apologized for it. And yeah, it it was... I helped the conversation by leaving it long enough for it to... So when I came back to it, we could actually have a civilized conversation. Because I was stressed, she was stressed, and in this state, when she's going to get super stressed, she's going to get even more numb and even less receptive to what's going on. And that wouldn't have helped me, and it would have spiraled. So instead, I walked away long enough for both of us to recover to have a genuine conversation about what happened that morning. And... Yeah, that's how I helped myself today was by saying, "Nope, this isn't going to work right now. <laughs> we are not going to we are not going to bury this right now. So I'm going to walk away from the hole and we're going to come back and bury it later." So I did and it helped a lot. I mean, it was still a rough day like even like I said before I started recording this, I just I sat down in my room and looked at myself and said, I got to talk about it. I know it was something dumb, but it still affected me for like the entire day because I messed up and I got called out on it. But I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to defend myself by being like, but I got called on it, out on it in a bad way. <laughs> you know, uh, I got called out on it in the worst possible way. But even then I did mess up and I lived with that for like the entire day and it sucked a lot. But now it's the end of the day. I'm done with it. I don't have to live with it anymore. And tomorrow I get to go to Nashville and try to convince my dad to go to a hot chicken restaurant, despite the fact that he doesn't eat chicken. And then I get to watch some all elite professional wrestling live. I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to take you guys with me. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it should not surprise you to know that I do not have a voice right now, because I spent all night in Nashville screaming my head off at some great pro wrestling action. Um, So today is going to be a very, very quick rundown of what happened, because I spent about eight hours of today in a car, and then the rest of it involved pizza, or wrestling, or what I am grateful for today, because we're already just going to get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and what I'm grateful for today are the amazing people at um, Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery, because basically my dad wanted to take me to the Jack Daniels Distillery, but I am not a big fan of Jack Daniels. I mean, I like it all right, but I'm not a big Tennessee whiskey guy, which is ironic because we went to Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery, which was created by a man who is named, um, oh God, I can't remember, it's, uh, it's, it's something Nelson, and he is the inventor of Tennessee whiskey, and his story is absolutely amazing. Basically, he was a German immigrant, 
And they got very detailed. And I'm like, how do you know all this? Uh, like, he came over, he started making candles and soaps because that's what his father did. Um, like, they got so detailed. They were even like, they came over with no money because on the boat they had to hide their money. So <laughs> the father created a money belt to hide all of the money from the other passengers. Then he fell overboard and he drowned with all their money. And then he got there and he... Uh, then he started creating soap like his father did. Then he found out that he made, they made the soap from, um, I think it was like castaway fat from like cattle and stuff. And so then he started working in the cattle industry. And then from that, from working with grain, he started to work in the distilling industry. And then he moved to Tennessee because I can't remember. He was from Illinois or something. That's where they originally landed. I don't think you could land in Illinois, bud, but it's it's 3 in the morning. I'm just confused as it is. Um, so they landed, and he moved to Tennessee, and that's where he started making Tennessee whiskey. And the reason it is Tennessee whiskey, I never realized that Tennessee whiskey had a distinction other than the fact that it was made in Tennessee. But it is also because it is distilled through charcoal, and that was something that Nelson invented. And I'm giving you guys just a fun little whiskey lesson right now. Um, and so, unfortunately, he eventually passed away. His wife took over, and even when, uh, even when Prohibition took over in Tennessee, she moved to Kentucky to keep paying her employees, then Prohibition took over everywhere, and essentially, the inventor of Tennessee whiskey, all of this, it was gone, lost to the world, no one knew about it, until... His either great or great great somewhere along the line grandsons found his distillery like just found a sign honoring the honoring the history of that distillery and they go surely that's not the 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 moonshine uh, doing prohibition running grandfather they they tell us about all the time and turns out that it was and they were from California. It is such an amazing story because there's no way this could have possibly happened, but it did. And so they looked up the history. They managed to find the exact mash bill that he used to make the first ever Tennessee whiskey. And last month, they finally put it out on the market and we bought two bottles. And I don't know how much of this is just marketing talk or how much of it is truth, but it was such a beautiful, breathtaking story that we ended up buying a lot of really awesome stuff from that distillery. So that's what I'm grateful for today is Nelson's Distillery and the fact that I got to learn a lot of really cool stuff about the history of Tennessee whiskey. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And today, I defended the honor <laughs> of a security guard. Because, essentially, I was at an AEW show. It was fantastic, as always. But the one thing is, every single time, there's someone in the crowd who's just not content to look at the screen when people are standing up. And I'm, I understand that. I understand if people stand up for a while. It's easy to get upset. But also, it's a wrestling show. I know I've been to, like, 35, so I know this. But it's just to be expected that people are going to be standing up. People are going to get in your way. And these, it was like a crowd of five people, and they were yelling at a security guard who I had already been talking to and messing with earlier in the night, yelling at her, basically telling her to do her job and make them sit down. And she's like, that's not my job. My job is to keep you drunk idiots out of this section because these people paid a whole lot more for their tickets than you did. 
and they didn't understand it. And then it just started getting worse. They were screaming like they were calling her a whore. It was rough what these dudes were saying. And in the moment, I had a very Gryffindor-like thought, which is I should go over to that guy, stand up to him, give him a piece of my mind, and tell him that if he wants to fight, he can fight me. But then that's when I realized I'm a Slytherin for a reason, because yes, that would have been the brave thing. It also would have been the dumb thing, because then I would have got kicked out of AEW, and I would have never gotten to go back to my favorite wrestling organization ever again. So instead, they keep yelling, they keep insulting her, I can see her getting upset, and I just walk up to her, and I said, excuse me, those guys behind us, they're really disturbing my enjoyment of the uh, of the programming tonight. Is there any way we can have security go quiet them down or anything like that? And she just looked up at me and smiled. It was like, you know what? I think we can send security over to them right now. And so in a very Slytherin way, I used my cunning and my wit to get a bunch of idiots to stop screaming and just enjoy the show as it is. So that was my experience. That was what I did. That was awesome. Um, Slytherins do good too, y'all. I'm just saying we just do it in a way that doesn't involve us being dumb and courageous. We do our ours in a way that's like, I want to make sure I'm safe at the end of this, but I do want to make sure justice is served to these idiots. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And that is... Y'all, I didn't... I was way too in my head during AEW. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was me trying to think of bits to do or stuff to chant or anything like that. But I was just way too much in my head. And, like, by the end of the night, it was like I blinked and it was over. And I'm like, but... But this is the thing I was looking forward to. I wanted to go see wrestling, and I got to see wrestling. And, like, I know I saw it, and I know I watched it, but then I went back and read, and I was like, oh, that's right, that did happen, and this happened, and I forgot a whole slew of things that had happened on that show. And I don't know, I don't like that, because I know the whole time flies when you're having fun thing, but also I feel like I need to have enough control of my mental faculties to be able to slow down in those moments and be like, I need to know that I'm enjoying this. I need to, I need to slow down and savor this, not just devour this meal. And I didn't tonight. And that sucks. And once again, we've talked about it before. The fact that I don't have good mindfulness practice, that's probably the main thing that contributed to it. So yeah, that was that was what I did that wasn't awesome, was I took something that I was looking forward to and ready to enjoy, and I did enjoy it, but I enjoyed it like I would enjoy a, a bag of potato chips, not like a, a the rare steak that it was... <laughs> I, I know I'm still talking about pro wrestling, but it really is like a rare steak. Uh, the rare steak that it should have been, and, and that really sucked. Now, how did I help myself today? And I did it in two ways. Number one... Your boy's looking good today, y'all. I'm just saying. I woke up, I put on these leopard print jeggings that I own, and I'm looking good in those. I'm wearing this awesome fluffy cardigan I got from Hot Topic. It's got skulls all over it. I'm wearing a leather jacket with a skull on the back, my Dipper Pines hat, an awesome graphic tee, and your boy is looking good. And yes, I know it's superficial and lame, but it just made me feel better throughout the day that every time I would catch my reflection, I'd be like, damn boy, you look at fly, my man. And I feel like really, you need to dress for how you want to feel. 
So if you want to feel comfy, dress comfy. If you want to feel like a super, a, a super sexy, nasty boy like I did today, dress for that. Dress for how you want to feel for that day. And I did. And the second thing I did that helped myself is the dumbest thing I've ever done. But we drove up there and drove back in my dad's car. And my dad does not like vape in his car. He doesn't like me vaping in his car and stuff like that. But on the way back, it was a four-hour drive. And I was like, I can't get through this without vaping. I can't get through... Because, like, I could feel the anxious thoughts creeping in and all those nervous thoughts tickling at the back of my head. And I went, I can't just let this happen. i got to find something to distract me, something to sate my mind, whatever. And that is when I, I made an invention, ladies and gentlemen, an invention that would allow me to sate my cravings for vaping while also keeping my dad's car vape-free. And that invention was taking a straw and sticking it out the top of the window. <laughs> so our car looked like an old-school choo-choo train for the, for the ride back because I would just take a hit off my vape, put my mouth up on this straw, and just like, boop, boop, and then... <laughs> then vape would pour out of the top of the car. It was amazing. So no vape went into my dad's car. It all went out the window <laughs> through that dang straw. And yeah, that's how I helped myself today was I found an easy compromise for how I could satisfy my craving while also simultaneously honoring my dad's wishes to keep his car clean. And it was all thanks to one Starbucks straw. So that is how I helped myself today. Once again, sorry I had to cut it short. Actually, I don't even think I cut it that short. I talk entirely way too much. Um, but I'm going to go inside and chug a lot of water, so hopefully my voice won't be dead when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it is me again, I had a pretty dang, ding dang good productive day today. I mean, not at my day job, literally no one came in. I had zero sales for the entire day, but other than that, <laughs> super productive day, a lot of awesome stuff. I finished all of the designs for mom and dad's Christmas present, which I realized I spoiled because my dad listens to this show, Hey Dad, and uh, we were, yesterday when we were driving to AEW, I went like, oh wait a minute, don't listen to this week's episode because I spoil it, and he's like, oh you mean like you did a week ago, and I'm like, dang it, so I'm not going to get specific in case they listen, but I finished everything for their Christmas present, I finished everything for Emily's Christmas present, and yeah, all that got done. I finished the second episode of the audio drama and started work on the third and got stuff edited, got a lot of great stuff done. So it was very productive and I'm really excited about that. So for now, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for the fact that I'm back, baby. I'm back in that writing grind. I'm back in knowing like having confidence and not being able to get past that writer's block of, and writer's block is not a, I don't know what's going to happen next for me. It is a, I have too many options for what happens next with me, which is, I love getting far enough in a story like the third Quizzlecourt book. That was easy. Like it's literally twice the length of the other books, but it took me about the exact same amount of time to write, but it's just because 
at the beginning of a story, it has so many options of where to go, what characters can do, and things like that. But as you build the story, you start to build your rules for the world and what each character would do and how they would act and stuff like that. So I love getting past this opening this opening part where I have to think about all the characters and what they would do. And I, I'm excited to finally get to the point where I know the rules, I know what I need to write, and I can just get it out. So I'm happy I'm back, baby. I'm excited to see where the story goes because, yeah... I planned on this only being like five seasons, but then I started writing today and was like, oh, I can supernatural this the hell up. I can take this to like 15, 20 seasons if I want to. Like um, the the big bad of the whole series today I was writing and I was like, what if he wasn't? What if he was just like one seventh of this big thing? And I mean... I don't know, that may come into play, it may not, so that's not spoilers, but yeah, I'm excited to get back into writing. Now, what did I do today that's awesome, and today, I showed Emily how to put a baby to sleep, because Emily messaged me, like, literally right before I got off work, and she said, Ripley has been screaming for an hour, I think she's hurt, and that sent me into dad panic mode of, like, Oh my god, what, the, the the baby's upset? No, 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 that's not good, that's not good, that's not good. And so I immediately worry about, like, is she hurt? What's wrong? What's wrong? And so after work, I was supposed to go home and work on the Christmas presents and writing Deviant and all that. But I did take a few moments, since I didn't have to record on anyone else's schedule, to come home and check on Emily and check on the baby. And I got in, and the baby had stopped crying at this point. So we were good there. She had stopped screaming. And then Emily looks at me and goes... All right, well, I guess you're leaving. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to put the baby to sleep for you. That way you can get some rest. And I came in. I put on. There's this, uh, There's this. I don't know if, if to call them a band or a series of uh, albums or what, but they're called Rockabye Baby, and they are like lullaby covers of rock songs and like pop songs. So like Lady Gaga's, um, uh, what was it, Born This Way, but as a lullaby. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls as a lullaby. I have a whole playlist of this. And so I put that on and then I just rock her to sleep in her little chair. And for some reason, she loves sleeping, sitting up. And so I just did that. And Emily went straight to sleep. Ripley went straight to sleep. And then I went and I got went to work. Now, I will say the thing I did that was not awesome is also directly related to that because I felt really emotionless during that whole thing. Whereas I should have been, like, excited to see Emily and excited to spend some time with her. Instead, it was very... I was business. I was like, I'm going to go in there. I will make the baby go to sleep, and then I will go home. And I wish I had just taken that hour opportunity to spend time with my wife and to enjoy being with my baby and all that. But instead, it was very much a, okay, come on, I I gotta go, I gotta write, I gotta go do all this stuff... And I was anticipating the future instead of enjoying the moment, and that sucked. So, yeah, it was both the thing that I did that was awesome and the thing I did that wasn't awesome. Because what I did was awesome, but the way I did it wasn't. And I feel like that's what happens a lot of times, is we think we're doing something great, but also we may not be doing it the right way. We may be doing it in a way that's not beneficial at the end of the day. So, who knows? But that's uh, that's what I did today that was awesome and wasn't awesome. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it's a way that I also kind of helped myself yesterday, but I am slowly trying to develop a healthy relationship with my addictions. 
So instead of getting to a point where I'm like, no, I can't have no liquor, I can't have no unhealthy food, I can't have nothing, because at this point my brain then just goes, because my brain right now, it's it, as an addictive personality, it's all or nothing, there's no in-between, and right now I'm trying to develop a healthy in-between, that way it will help me ease off and quit doing things the way I have, because essentially, uh, today it was more an approach to caffeine, because I realized, like, caffeine does help me feel more clear-headed, caffeine helps me concentrate more, but because I never, I never felt it directly, I never felt it, like, that exciting, like, rush of caffeine energy, I never thought of caffeine as a positive influence. I would either drink a lot of it and get jittery, or I would drink none of it, that's where I would be. Same thing with alcohol. I I don't feel that, like, calm rest that most people feel after, like, a beer or two. I don't get that calm relaxation. Instead, I'm like, I got to drink a lot of it or I got to drink none of it because the in, there, there's nothing for the in-between. But I do feel like the, the in-between is there and it is helping. It's kind of like just trusting the process and trusting that what you're doing is helping. It's like when I took voice classes in college, a lot of what we did did not seem to have any effect. Like, it didn't seem to have an immediate effect, but as it went on, and the more we did it, and the more it happened, it just snowballed until I realized, like, oh, wait a minute. This, and this was literally, like, my fourth year of taking it. I was, that was when I was finally like, oh, I get it now. I just have to trust the process and trust what I'm doing is helping in some way. So, like, with alcohol, I'm now getting to a point where I can just sit there and enjoy a glass of whiskey and enjoy the smells and the tastes of it. Like, when we went to that distillery yesterday, I sat there and just barely even drank. I just smelled the whiskey because it smelled like this amazing caramel and there were hints of, like, chocolate notes and oaky notes and, like, of course, vanilla, and I just sat there and enjoyed smelling whiskey for, like, 30 minutes, and it wasn't like I got drunk, it wasn't like I did any of the stuff that an addict Scotty would want to do, I just enjoyed it for what it was, and so, yeah, that's where I'm trying to do right now, is get to a point where I have a healthy relationship with my addictions, where I know that one espresso, that one cup of espresso, that will help me. That'll help me get less clear-headed, or more clear-headed, excuse me. It'll help me in uh, a lot of ways. I just can't go overboard with it. And that's where I'm at right now. Like, I I feel like the way I, when I was in college, I lost a lot of weight, and I was straight-edged, so I was very much like, don't do nothing. If you do anything, it's bad. But I feel like that's not a way to live life either. You need to have a healthy relationship. And instead, it was a very antagonistic relationship. And that didn't feel good. I would, like, if I if my girlfriend was at a party and drinking, I would judge her for it. And that's not good. So now I'm trying to build a healthy relationship with these things that I once considered addictions. But I'm changing the mindset to now be like, the thing is not bad. It is my mind that's bad. So... I just have to develop a new relationship as opposed to what I've had before. So that's what I did to help myself today, and I hope that journey turns out well for me. And I don't know, I hope that I hope that helped you guys, because as I was saying it, I was like, this actually sounds like smart self-help advice on this show, preposterous. But of course, I am now going to go inside and actually enjoy getting to see my wife, even if she may be asleep. And I will see you guys tomorrow.
everybody, it's me again, and Vacation Scotty took over today. I was not on vacation today, but Vacation-Minded Scotty is taking the reins, and that's basically what I did today that wasn't awesome, but we'll get into that later. Um, But today was pretty normal, got to hang out with the baby for a long time, played um, Super Mario Party, and I had a new level, and it's a really intense level. It's the uh, one you unlock after you play all the other levels, and you get to get two stars instead of just one. It was really intense, and I ended up winning by the skin of my teeth at the very end. It was great. It was an epic game. Um, but other than that, normal day, I got Disney Plus, so all my time that at work that would have been spent with me being super bored, I ended up watching Darkwing Duck. <laughs> so, I'm a great employee if anybody ever wants to hire me to do stuff. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because Vacation Scotty just wants this to be over and go inside. So... What am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful. And this is more of a thing that's not relevant today. In fact, it won't be relevant until February when I go to uh, L.A. But I just love the airport experience. And I'm super grateful for all the times I get to go to an airport, having some earbuds and just jammed episodes of like Punch Up the Jam or My Brother, My Brother and Me that I haven't listened to in a while and just sit at a bar and drink and enjoy my time there. I always get to, I I try to get to airports early to really just enjoy the best that the airport has to offer. I love the Atlanta airport. I love Orlando. Most, I don't think I've ever been to an airport I wasn't a huge fan of other than, was it Kansas City that I had to stop in for PodCon that sucked so much? But even then, Kansas City's airport had something cool because they had, um, they had this vending machine, except instead of like selling Coke or selling candy, it sold local artists' work. And that was really awesome. I got a pair of earrings that I never got to wear because I've never pierced my ears. But uh, it was during a time in my life where I really wanted my ears to be pierced. So I decided, you know what would be cool? To get these awesome cupcake-looking uh, earrings and maybe one day I'll pierce my ears and actually get to ear well get to wear them but for the most part just airports man airports are fantastic and that's what I'm grateful for today is all the times that I get to spend in airports when I go places now what did I do today that's awesome and today I worked a lot more on the deviant first episode and it ended up super awesome I cannot wait for you guys to hear it I ended up editing most of it I also finalized the cast list because my buddy Josh and his wife Chandler, who I really wanted to get on the show, they, were, they weren't they were sure if they wanted to. They have a lot of other um, stuff that they want to do first because it's paying gigs, and I decided to pay them, which is super weird for me to actually pay someone for doing a podcast. But I am, and it's going to turn out really awesome. So yeah, I'm super excited for the first episode of Deviant. Uh, like I said yesterday, I finished the second episode, and the second episode is even more buckwild than the first, and I really cannot wait for you guys to hear this super weird world of Dane Armstrong that I've created, and all of the weird uh, antics that he gets into after he gets kicked out of the Moon Marines. So that's what I did today that was awesome. Now, what did I do today that's not awesome? And like I said, 
vacation Scotty took over. So after I got off work, I went and ate Sonic. The only thing that vacation Scotty does that I didn't do is I didn't start the day with Starbucks. That is the only thing that I did not do today that vacation Scotty does. But I got home and me and Blake had to record an episode of You Paid for This. And You Paid for This always results in me drinking a lot. And so I ended up drinking like five shots of whiskey mixed between like three different drinks. And it was fine in the moment. And then afterwards I sat and went, oh no, I've got a A. I wasn't prepared because yes, I had Sonic to get some grease in my stomach, but I was not prepared for the amount of alcohol that would be consumed as we watched Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. So, yeah, I got done recording and just went like, oh, no, I've got to take ibuprofen and sit here while this alcohol works its way out of my system so I could drive home. And it sucked because it was like a one hour period of me being like, I could just sleep here. I don't know, y'all. So that's what I did today that wasn't awesome was I let Vacation Scotty take over. And I think it's because I got so used to all all this year getting to travel like every two months or so. And now I'm in a period where it's like half a a year where I don't get to travel. Like Dragon Con to uh, Podcast Movement Evolutions, which is going to be in February. That's like a six-month period. So... I, I, I think Vacation Scotty does need to take over every once in a while, but man, I I guess tomorrow we'll see what the effects of it are, like how crappy my day is tomorrow, but I just, I know it's not a good thing, all the drinking that happened, all of the antics that happened, I even, uh, and I asked him as we recorded, but I did steal a bit of one of Blake's pr- Christmas presents, because I bought him this uh, stuff to make whiskey sours with, and I stole a little bit of that to make my own whiskey sour. So, yeah, it wasn't a good time. I mean, it, it was a good time, but I, I feel like it won't be when I wake up tomorrow super hungover. Which I, I don't think I will be because I, I drink a lot of water, but I don't know. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today, I, after Emily took Ripley to go pick up CJ... I spent myself a nice self-care hour. I just got done watching Queer Eye, which always puts me in a self-care mood. And so I put on this awesome coffee face mask I bought from Lush a while back and basically relaxed and meditated for like this awesome 15-minute period. And it helped me get ready for my day. And I did it at like 3 in the afternoon. So to be like, I wasn't ready for the day before that. But yeah, I just got to enjoy meditation and this awesome guided meditation I found on YouTube and just the feeling of doing a face mask. That's something I never really did before I ended up watching Queer Eye. I never did like face masks and facial care routines, but it's something that I like because it's a little something extra I do in my day to make me feel taken care of. And that's how I took care of myself today. That's what I did today to help myself is I did an awesome facial care routine. It made my face feel real crisp and nice and delicious And, God, it smells so good. And then I got to meditate. So that's what I did to help myself. And, man, Vacation Scotty just wants to sleep. I'm at a point right now where I'm not even... My eyes aren't open, y'all. I'm sitting in the car waiting to go inside. And my eyes are just slowly shutting. Because my body's like, 
don't act like you didn't drink five things of whiskey before before this. You know what you did. You know you know the mistakes you've made in your life, and you know how badly you need to sleep because I have to go to work in like eight hours, and I know once I get inside, it will not. I won't go to sleep automatically because I never do. So yeah, I'm gonna go inside and attempt to sleep, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Everybody, it's me again. I'm driving up and down the interstate, so you're getting all the good road dog noises this time. But uh, yeah, I woke up late for work, so uh, I, I did something else that was worse than that. So that's actually not what I did today. That wasn't awesome. But uh, yeah, woke up late for work, so I've been in a rushed mood all day, and it sucked. Um, got. Uh, a preview of Deviant edited for the people in the um, the uh, challenge group that I was telling you guys about. So they got to hear that, and I've got a lot of great advice from that. Um, other than that, normal day, other than the stuff that I'm going to get into, when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's going to expose the other thing I did that was bad, which is eat unhealthily. But I am grateful for that good, good Popeye's chicken sandwich. I don't know if you guys have participated in the chicken sandwich that people have literally died over. People have been stabbed over. But it's real good. <laughs> it is a good, good chicken sandwich. I am. I had it today and I am tempted to get one now after I hang up, hang up with you guys. But... It's just so good. And I take it, I put my special sauce on it, Scotty's special sauce, which is just mashed potatoes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I've got some secret recipe. I just put mashed potatoes on a sandwich, and it's delicious. And my favorite was everyone who were just, like, freaking out about it. Meanwhile, the boy, your boy, myself, who's always known that Popeye's chicken is the bomb, is like, yeah. It's that with bread. So they took a great thing and added another great thing, bread, to it. So I had that for lunch today. It was a fantastic time. I got to eat that and then go play Pokemon Go at the lake. It was a fantastic lunch break. I actually, and this is one secondary way I helped myself today, I took a break as a break. So instead of my lunch break being like me going home and trying to edit and hastily nomming down food. It was me just enjoying a fun, relaxing moment at the lake, walking around, enjoying the the breeze on my face as I caught good, good Pokemon. But it was all thanks to the greatness that is the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Go get you one if you're not like me and need to be on a diet. So that's what I'm grateful for today. What did I do that's awesome? Guys, uh, vacation Scotty is sated because the other great thing that I like to do other than vacation gets is starting to happen, and that is getting presents for people. And today we finally gave CJ his Nintendo Switch, and he just had this guffawed look of amazingness. Um, I This is the cheesiest thing I did, which is... He asked if we had any games other than Mario Party because he went and took a shower, like, thinking he was getting ready for bed. And while they were doing that, I started playing Mario Party. 
And so he thought that was the only game we had. And I said, no, what else does Mario have? He goes, Kart? Mario Kart? And I'm like, yeah, we got Mario Kart. I want to play. So I got the the uh, case for Mario Kart. I brought it in there. And here's a goof, <laughs> a ridiculous goof we do. But anytime I vape around him, I say I'm exhaling ghosts. So anytime he sees smoke come out of my mouth, he's like, it's a ghost. So I took the case for Mario Kart and vaped on it and shook it. And when the vape cleared, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 was there in its place. And he went, oh, Luigi's Mansion 3! I've never I've never played that before! And that, that was all he said for the rest of the night was, I've never played Luigi's Mansion 3. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's, that's why I got it. And uh, my favorite quote was, you're the best dad ever. And I'm like, that's... That's gr- I know normal dads love that, but I got competition, <laughs> so it's really great for me to hear you're the best dad ever. I'm like, oh, I pulled ahead. I pulled ahead to the first place in the two-person competition. Not that it's, that it's a competition. His dad is a fantastic dad, and I'm not at all... I'm not at all excited about the fact that I am now mega dad. I am dad prime. So, yeah, that was what I did today that was awesome was I got to give a kid a present that he was super excited for. And, like, he was like, what's tomorrow? And we're like, it's Sunday. Oh, I got to go to school. No, you don't have to go to school the next day. Then I'm going to play Luigi's Mansion 3 all day. So he was really excited for that. Now, what did I do today that's not awesome? And it's, okay. I have, as we've discussed, a very Slytherin mind. I just use it for good. I use it for good. I have a superpower, and it is knowing how to work any situation to be in my favor and to be positive. And so, therefore, it kind of upset me when Emily was like, he found the controller for the uh, Nintendo Switch. Because I didn't think he was going to be here this weekend. I thought he was staying with his grandparents. And I was like, I'll just leave the Switch stuff out. But then she was like, he found it. And then what proceeded was me melting down because I'm like, no, 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 now he knows, <laughs> now he knows. And she's like, no, I lied to him. I told him it was mom's controller. It's fine. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Now it's in his mind, though. And a good surprise is like a magic trick. So we got to wait till Thursday to tell him. He's like, she, she's like, Scotty, calm down. I'm like, no, you've ruined the prestige. You ruined it. And so I spent like a solid hour texting back and forth with my wife trying to explain to her, like, no, the surprise is ruined. She's like, he's a six-year-old kid. He's going to be excited no matter what. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't get it. The, the master manipulator, Scotty Moore, knows how to make a surprise worth it, and we've ruined it. <laughs> and then we just ended up doing it anyway, and it turned out amazingly. So, yeah, that's what I did that wasn't awesome, was freaked out about something that really didn't matter in the long run. Now, finally, what did I do today? to help myself. And today, not only did I tell the people uh, in the 28-day podcast launch challenge about the first episode of Deviant, I also sent it to Lee, the guy who does Relativity. I sent it to my buddy Scott, another Scott Moore, who is the audio engineer for another great audio drama called Blood Crow Stories. Um... This guy who we just referred to as Gru, who I believe is the audio engineer for all of Scott Sigler's audiobooks, and basically said, like, hey, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What do I need to fix? And they were just really awesome in listening to it and giving me, like I said, 
the kind of feedback I like, which is them saying, you did really great, here are the three tiny things that you need to fix. And so now I know, like, I used reverb too much, and I need to work on, the, like, this sound a little bit more and stuff like that. So that's how I helped myself was I asked for help. Because I could have easily been like, I've done podcasting for three years. I know how audio drama works, but it's a completely different world. And so I need all the help I can get. So I'm super grateful for the, to those guys for all the help they provided because it's going to make Deviant an even better show. And I, like I've said multiple times, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Like, this is, you remember that week where we did the heck in a sec pay-per-view and I couldn't stop talking about it? That's how Deviant's going to be until I finally release that first episode. But as for right now, I just, I'm super excited. The scripts are amazing. The voice actors we've got are great. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear Deviant. But as for now, I, uh, I'm going to pull up to the house. I had to do that thing again where I looked at Emily and was like, I got to go record for 15 minutes in a car really awkwardly. And she's like, do what you got to do, babe. Uh, so now I'm going to go into the house. I'm going to make something to eat. I may even treat myself tonight. I may draw a bath, make a tea. I don't know. I might have myself a good, good Scotty end of the night sesh. But who knows? I will see you guys Tomorrow. So, after editing everything, I realized that all of what I did this week could just be summed up with the book The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. It's this really awesome book that's all about embracing some of the darker sides of your personality that you try to push away, like... Well, like, one of the examples she gives in the book is this woman who uh, always is afraid of people calling her a bitch and being like, I don't want to act like that, I don't want to act like that, and then her realizing, like, oh, that side of my personality prevented me from ever getting stepped on or ever getting mistreated and kind of embracing these darker sides of our personality, and I think that's something I really needed this week was a reminder of, like, yes, Slytherins are diabolical people and we are very clever, but also... Because of that, we can usually do the most good because we're extremely clever in the way we do things, which means that we do things the best, in my opinion, but that might be biased because I'm a Slytherin. And yeah, I don't know. It was really cool this week to look at some of the darker sides of my personality and be like, you're not that bad. You're kind of important. Like, these sides of my personality are important, and I shouldn't reject them. They're parts of me. And I hope that kind of came through this week, and I hope you guys kind of understand the same and take that away this week is... The bad side of your personality isn't that bad because, who knows, it might be helping you in ways you never really thought. So be friends with the angry side of your personality. Be friends with the sassy side of your personality. That's not, they're not evil, they're not mean, they're just you. And so that's what I want you guys to take away this week. But until next time, remember, if you want to support the show, you can by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get access to exclusive shows, our Discord, where you can hang out and chat a lot of really awesome stuff over there on patreon or pick up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com but most importantly in these first few weeks all i really want from you guys is a review whether that be on itunes Podchaser, whatever you're using to listen to this i really could use some reviews from you guys it would shoot me up the charts and it would make me a super duper happy boy so make sure to do that and if you have any questions comments concerns advice send them my way 
Monday at Scotty Mo on Twitter. I'm super excited to get feedback from you guys, especially on this week where I'm like, be evil, but not really evil, but just, you know, kind of evil. So I'm super happy to hear how you guys react to that. But of course, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>